that Linda would have the baby. I remember very clearly, Debbie says, my vote was, two wrongs will not make a right. I was adamant that abortion was not an option. And so it was agreed there would be a baby. A future champion was on his way. The biggest shock was Lance's father, Debbie says. Eddie Gunderson was not the most desirable young man. They met at the high school. He was on the edge. He wasn't the cool guy. He was kind of a bad boy. But even at that age, a very young Linda was pragmatic. You know, it is what it is. And I remember my dad, he lived nearby, saying to Linda, You're going to get married. So, real quick, we put a little wedding together, and I was like, maid of honor. They married on Linda's 17th birthday, February 12, 1971. Linda wore one of her friend's prom dresses, and they had a fabulous church wedding, Debbie recalls. The place was packed. All the high school kids came, but the excitement didn't last for long. A lot of Linda's good friends abandoned her when she was pregnant, Debbie says. Our little family tried to work together and make the best of it. She wore my dresses for maternity as I was always bigger than Linda, a lot bigger. My mother was never able to help financially, and Linda couldn't afford to buy anything. She left school and started work as a cashier for a grocery store, little jobs like that. Eddie threw newspapers... So she and this husband were able to get an apartment, a little rental duplex over there in Oak Cliff, and have the baby. Born on September 18th that year, the baby boy was hefty, just under 10 pounds. It was a difficult birth for a young woman as small as Linda. They named him Lance, after famed Dallas Cowboy wide receiver Lance Rensel, and Edward, the middle name of Linda's father. Ironically, the Cowboys let go of Rensel that year, following an arrest for indecent exposure. Lance brought such joy and happiness and stability to my life, Linda says, because I just didn't ever have that. But it was a struggle. She never told her son about her struggles growing up in South Dallas, nor about his difficult entry into the world or the hardships during his early years. He found out when he read her book, No Mountain High Enough, in 2005. I was like, oh my God, Lance tells me. That's poor. That's desperate. That's tough. That's a struggle. That's no hope. Her book blew me away, really rocked my world, so when I read that, man, I never knew we had it bad. I was always provided for. At first there was a let's-make-this-work attitude among the Mooneyham and Gunderson clans. Linda's dad bought the teenage parents a washer-dryer for their apartment, and Eddie's mother, Willine, we called her Mammy, was pretty helpful, Debbie says. She was very poor, but she would help with babysitting, and I would too. Their apartment was just up from us. They were such kids. I used to go over there and help Mammy get baby Lance to the nurse when I was a senior in high school. You know, Eddie wasn't into sports and Linda was never really athletic, so I've often wondered, where did Lance get all that athleticism from? Eddie liked to ride bikes, but just for recreation. I played some sports and my brother played some sports, but never at the same level as Lance did. And my parents? Nothing at all. Eddie's family, though, came from hardy stock. His great-grandparents, Martin and Marie Gunderson, were born in Oslo, Norway in the mid-19th century, and they emigrated to a colony of Norwegians in tiny Prairieville, Texas. Prairieville is an isolated farming community 50 miles southeast of Dallas. It had a population of only 200 at the turn of the 20th century, and just 50 people when the elderly Gundersons died there during the Great Depression. Both of Lance's parents come from low-income families, but Eddie was less mature than Linda and much wilder. When he offered me a ride to work at Dunkin' Donuts, Debbie says, I walked. 
You prayed if you drove with Eddie. He drove 80 miles an hour. He was very young and messed up. Marriage and fatherhood at age 17 didn't sit well with Eddie Gunderson. He felt deprived of his teenage freedom, and he took out his frustrations on his young bride. I admit that I wasn't an angel, and I've done a few things in my life that I'm not proud of, but I never beat Linda as she has suggested. I only remember slapping her once, Eddie said in 2005. What I did was crazy. I'm sure Linda's told Lance a lot of things about me, and I'm sure most of the things are true. Anger and altercation didn't provide the best environment for a marriage or for raising a baby. Linda left Eddie once and moved in with my dad in a little one-bedroom apartment, Debbie says. When she went back to Eddie, Dad told her, You can move one more time, and that's it. She knew he meant it. But then it all fell apart again, so she calls my dad. I need help. I gotta get out of here. It was traumatic when Linda left.